Pints and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Tights and fights, Aww. it's time to talk about wrestling, Aww. wrestling, wrestling, soon it will be Rusev Day. Oh, lovely. Welcome to Tights and Fights. I should do that like fake. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses <laughs> wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. Bing bong boom, keep me away from my kids. I'm all <laughs> Hal King Lublin. <laughs> and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Coming Nation of Conversation. Hot at 9 I got hot takes. It's the morning I woke up at six. The inner twerkle, Danielle Radford, who you just heard. Uh, yeah, hi. Yep, that's it. That's all I got. And you also heard Lindsay Kelksey. Lindsay Kelk, what is that? I don't know what that is. TLC. Oh, oh I see. It's a, it's a real play on Lin's words. Lindsay Kelk C. Oh, let, let me do it again. Keep this in. <laughs> and Lindsay Kelk C. Lindsay Kelk. You got to capitalize where you want us to put the emphasis sometimes, Jules. Yeah, sometimes put it in parentheses for grandpa <laughs> so, so that, he knows exactly uh, what is happening. Yeah, like what? What, what am what I I'm emphasizing? Doing parentheses with my hands. You are. He's doing like I'm little doing cup this. motions. I'm doing this. He looks. He looks like a sassy lobster. <laughs> I woke up this morning and Jennifer was going uh, uh, with her work team. They were going to Disneyland. They were their team outing. Oh. So I got up this morning and packed my Disney backpack for her. Oh. I got up like a mom. I was like, "You need sunscreen and a charger for your phone." She didn't want the charger for the phone. No, you heavy. gotta take the charger. But you for gotta the take phone. the. She didn't take you it. So take when it. her phone dies, that's not oh. on me. You've got to get or get one of those little smaller like. That's it's a little one. Oh. Oh, you have to take that. I didn't that. think it was that heavy. But the, you know what happens is the bag, a bag will start half a pound. Yeah. And then 30 by the minutes time in, she gets out. it weighs five tons. Yeah. That's fair. And you think you'll never get out from under it. Uh, who's going with me to Galaxy's Edge during the holiday? I'll go. Let's do it. If I were here, I would go. I know you would. But I'm not. Philly boy. So I can't. <laughs> I'll be in Florida. Thank you. Oh. With all of the, with every wrestler. With everyone. Who's <laughs> celebrating at home. Oh. We'll all be... Are you taking merch? Mm-hmm. Are you taking a bag of t-shirts? I'll have Are a table. Are you taking a giant duffel bag full of t-shirts? I'm going to be right next to Virgil trying to make that fun <laughs> money during the holiday season. I'm just sweltering. Yeah. <laughs> so hot. It's so much. Sweating all the time. And yet, here we are. And it's time for us to talk about the year's final weeks of wrestling. Somehow we're here. We're going to go... Uh, pretty much every night of the week, there is wrestling. That's how it is now. This is 2019 yeah. into 2020. Uh, uh, I feel like I was very clear on the fact that I'm not watching wrestling every night of the week anymore. I can't. Just so Same. Like, I, I can't. watch I one watch, night of wrestling. I watch one night of wrestling. And that's all I need. I, over two days. I catch up on everything else. Yeah, it yeah. takes two or and three then days. And every, then everything else I watch the highlights when exactly. Twitter tells me what's good. That's right. Which sucks. Like, I wish I could watch the full shows, but I just like, guys, I... 
to, to let you know how busy all of us in this room are, yeah. uh, so everything goes dark for Christmas for like two weeks, so everyone's trying to get their shit in now, like all the studios and stuff. Mm-hmm. I talked with one of my bosses yesterday, because uh, I was having, as some people know, I had like a little health scare. It's fine, I'm totally fine. Um, but she asked me how I was doing, and I was like, oh no, like it sounds like it's great, which is awesome, because I don't have time for that. And she goes, also, it's probably great that your health is good. And I was like, <laughs> I hadn't considered that point. <laughs> so, just so you guys get an idea. Now Yay. you know where all of us are. <laughs> yeah. Deadlines abound at just as they were when baby Jesus was on a deadline to be born. Right? Yeah, there Isn't was that like the story of Christmas. He was on there a was deadline. Trying like to do dudes. a census, right? I mean, everyone's, no one's uh, yeah. absolved from admin. They were like, Mary, no. what can you get us by the 25th? <laughs> and Son of God? Son yeah. of God? Yeah. yeah. Well, what can Some you get me? What can you get me? Want. Well, I mean, the only space that we have available is this barn. I'm sorry. If you would have, if we, we should have talked about this last month. Gotta we could have got ahead. you a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Honest, though, like, I've seen some shady Airbnbs. Would you not sometimes take a barn full of animals over there? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. Because they're like, you can sleep here with these adorable baby animals or inside with the roaches. I'm like, I will take the baby animals. Plus, you get the, the comic effect of waking up next to the full-sized horse mouth chewing yeah. in front yeah. of you because the horse is like, you. what's this? Delightful. I just think that that's been overplayed <laughs> yeah. as, a, as a negative. Let's talk about Becky Lynch. Get Let's over jump it, in. <laughs> Speaking of overplayed as a negative. Speaking of overplayed <laughs> as a negative. This past Monday was the first time in a few weeks that we've seen her wrestle on Raw. She has not defended the title in months, and that's going to continue for at least another few days since she's got a different match at Sunday's TLC show that we'll get into in a minute. Do you think it's better? Is she, is she becoming like the champion on the mountain? Are they trying to turn her into a Brock, or is it just... Is I'm it just okay we're saving her for something? Be- well, yeah. first of all, like nothing is happening right now because nothing happens until the road, and we all know yeah. that. Sure. Becky Lynch is the most over person in wrestling, so why wouldn't you protect her and protect her championship? Yeah. She's not yep. like Brock because she's still on TV. She might miss a week or two weeks, but it's not like she's gone for like, you know, three months and then all of a sudden she's back holding the yeah. belt. She's on TV. She's doing stuff. She's like in character. She's talking to people. I don't mind that she's not. As long as she's like involved in storylines and things are moving forward, I'm fucking fine with it. Plus, who are they going to burn just to give her a filler storyline until we actually get to where we're getting? You know, I'm not, I don't want to yeah. see another Ember Moon thrown onto the bus situation where it's like we need someone to fill in a storyline hole immediately that doesn't matter when she gets trashed. Build up the rest this of the women's division. How yeah. about that? How about this build up the rest of the women? She is only about 50 days away from taking longest reigning women's champion from Nikki Bella. And I think they're going for that. I've, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I have this thing. I always sort of struggle with this. Of Do I remember older periods of my wrestling fandom as being better because they are in the past and, mm-hmm. and there are things I'm disgruntled with now? But w- one thing I think is valid is it felt like there was a time where you would have a, at least a few long-term storylines to carry you through to the Royal Rumble, right. which would blow those off. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then that's really the road starts Royal Rumble's supposed to start new yeah. things. Yeah. It seems like lately there are so few long-term programs, or at least long-term programs that are that are planned out to the Rumble, that we wind up in this no-person's land yep. Yep. where they're, Agreed. they have to manufacture this Miz. Just kind of nebulous and, and bullshit. And Bray Wyatt stuff. Yeah. Like in it, between. Yeah, no, no, no. In, everything in between, gosh, sometimes between SummerSlam. And, like, sometimes it's yeah. that far yes. away. But definitely anything between, like, you know, the fall and, like, that. Yeah. Like, no one, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. And the pay-per-views don't matter. That's why TLC, I think, is a fun and important pay-per-view because 
they know that nothing important happened, so let's just throw stairs at each other or whatever. Yeah. Tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs. Remember that? Oh, God. <laughs> they had Why would you do that to Because it was funny. Yeah, um, it's, yeah it's weird. It's like, this is a whole blow-off period where nothing matters. Yeah. From a corporate perspective, too, it's like they make all their money around mania and brand deals and events and everything. Yeah. So they spend, like, from a corporate perspective, such a lot of time planning mania. So much focus and energy is placed on mania and the road It's their Black mania. Friday. Yeah. So what energy goes into this time period? And it would seem very little. This should be the time that the story, the writers shine. That they, this is yeah. their time to play with all their dollies and like have, have fun, fun and test make things great storylines. But it but it's also really Christmas and people like, have been on the road for yeah. They're just holding over. Also because everyone's fucking exhausted all the time now. Not just wrestlers, like all humans. Yeah. <laughs> and that's got to be a thing, right? Like, I mean, this is when they should have their off season. Like, let them have December I, I honestly truly agree with you. Like, I think if you're not going to do anything, maybe this is a time to start cycling more people in that aren't doing a whole lot and giving the people that you're really depending on, like, a break. In the same way that with all the studios that I'm working with are just, like, pre-shooting a bunch of shit, I don't think it's a bad idea for them to pre-shoot a bunch of shit, put it on their YouTube and mm-hmm. sell that Yeah. in the month of December. And I know that they're a big company and like money and like I get it. You can't lose, you know, all of these weeks of ad revenue and yada, 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 yada. But it's better than low ratings when you're floundering. I want to backtrack just a little bit. I agree mm-hmm. with everything both of you said about technology and social media and and how brief the news cycle is. I also reject that as an excuse to not plan long-term storylines. Oh, yeah, I'm not excuse, It's not an excuse. It's, it's yeah. possible it to do hypothesis. it. Then in that case, no, I don't think that that, I don't think that's, I think it's lazy. I think they've been lazy. They were lazy before social media for a time. They, they've been lazy since. They've also hit strides where there are long, not everybody needs a long-term program, I, but there need to be at least a couple that are your sort of tent poles. I don't think it's lazy. I think that people get in and they're very ready to like, I'm going to be the one that reintroduces long-term storytelling. I'm going to be the one that does this. And then that person, and then, gets, and that person gets fired. Oh, and then your clear. dreams go down the toilet. And then there's one dude who is in the back, who says what's going to happen. Let me be clear that that's who I'm accusing of being lazy. Oh, yeah, perfect. I'm not accusing the people who come in who have no say in ultimately what happens in any way, shape, or form. There may be, who knows what the graveyard of great ideas looks like or the graveyards of, here's a (laughs) 90-day plan to get us to Royal Rumble and keep people interested and and maybe blow some things Mm -hmm. off there. Is it a PowerPoint or like a flowchart? It's both. The flowchart is in the PowerPoint. There's a big whiteboard where it goes up and then yeah. just sadly, it stays up there two days after it gets rejected and then someone just someone has to just sadly... Someone just has to take it down because they yeah. can't yeah. look at it. Even the do not erase part has been partially erased so that somebody could go, oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, we got a great match on Monday. Yep. We got a great match. Yeah. And we have a tag team championship match between the Kabuki Warriors and Charlotte and Becky. That's going to be fun. It's going to be super fun. My only concern yeah. is not the match, which I think will be... A absolute riot. Uh, I'm worried that this is setting up a Becky Charlotte, which I'm like not worried, worried because I'm like, oh, this feels like a long term through to Mania program. Right. But I'm like, is Charlotte going to win the Rumble and is Charlotte going to challenge Becky and then and it's also, be the I, Mania and then Charlotte gets their belt back? I just like don't. Don't want, want it that one to again. be Charlotte versus Becky for the rest of my life. No, this is it. This is it. Not. I don't think that this is bad storytelling. I think if that's the direction it's going in, they're doing a good job of it. Mm-hmm. Have them work together, blah, blah, blah. Lose the tag team, yada, yada, yada. Right. But I'm like, you guys, there are other toys to play with. You bought all of them. You bought so many toys. And 
we just like playing with these two dollies. They're, back these to the, are my favorite dollies. Back to the Christmas analogy. It's like you invited all your cousins over. Yeah. Right. You have all of these toys. Mm-hmm. You've got the ones that you're playing with, and then they want to like, oh, you have a closet full of toys. No. Yeah, you you're gonna them. watch me play with these. <laughs> Were you in my childhood home? <laughs> <laughs> my hungry, hungry of us. Play it alone. You're gonna lose the marbles. <laughs> it's a one-person yeah. game, and you're gonna watch. I and don't you're know if like you've it. ever played Hungry Hungry Hippos on your own. It should no. be sad, but it's actually super. What do you fun. do? Two hands, two feet, yes, right? You're just like rah, 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 rah. it's yeah. actually hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'd recommend for everyone over the holidays. Look, the joy of the game is not who's gonna win. No, it's you slap hippo. that hippo <laughs> and make them eat, and then the head flaps back. You gotta fix the hinge yeah, on it. You slap his butt. We all he eats it. the bubbles. Anyway, I do love the Hungry Hippos. Let's let's dance around. I want to talk about a. In their women's division, briefly, Riho also is not on TV, but that absence feels different than Becky Lynch's. I don't know; it feels I, weird to me. I'm like, "Where's your champion?" That, yeah, that feels different. Okay. The, the Riho, that's what I was saying. That feels okay. different. It just, it's like, always going to hit well, different when you have there. a new. Yeah, it's always going to hit different when you're a new company trying to establish yes. new champions and stuff. That is very different. And from... Brandy Rhodes touched on it in her. Yeah, in her she promo. mentioned it, which I thought was. Smart. Smart, yeah. From yeah. the hotel bar that she was standing in, in a ring gear. Hey, I'm glad it was pre-taped. <laughs> it was much better than the live promo. Yeah. I liked it a lot better. Yeah. I did like I n- don't mind a pre-taped her. promo. I don't yeah. mind a pre-taped promo. I was just like, where are you? Where are you? She, uh, she's in the Alaska Airlines lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish you could the have found her lounge. around to see all the businessmen, like just yeah. watching it, just eating their free sandwich. Yeah. Eating, why eating is this lady in a covered raisins? Yeah. Yeah. Why, is this, <laughs> why is this pretty lady in a bathing suit? Yeah. Like, are we allowed to look at her? I can't work it out. Is this like, yeah. is she want me to look One at her? One of them is like, know. has the phone, is like, <laughs> who is this? That's the lady. Ready to their son. Who is this? <laughs> yeah. Should I know Should you? I know who this is? Is this a rap? A photo? Yeah. Is this what a rap looks like? Is, is this, this Megan the Stallion? Is that BTS? <laughs> is that who that is? Is this oh, that stand you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell, tell my kids. kids this yeah. is Megan the Stallion. They're going to love this. Uh, uh, I want to talk about Big Swole. Yes, please. Love her. Great match. Mm-hmm. When the mic spot started, I was like, for me, em- Emi Sakura was moving so slowly. Mm. To me as a fan, okay. I'm only giving my own opinion. Yeah, of, course. I, of course, I'm not saying I've wrestled before, blah, blah, blah. Of course. Et cetera, et cetera. She felt like four steps slow. So her part of the mic spot where she was stretching her out and pretending to sing, I was like, this is a terrible spot and a complete waste of whatever amount of time it took to do it, which felt like 20 minutes. Then when she grabbed the mic and did the James Brown split... I was like, if that was the payoff, yeah, it's a payoff. Then, then that's fine. But it did feel like a a ninety minute setup for for a good punchline, and she looked great and looked very strong. Mm-hmm. I guess that's maybe just Emi Sakura's style, but it felt very. I mean, like, Emi Sakura is like a legend who has trained yes. Yes. so many women. I, no and disrespect. Like, it just no, felt like the style. Well, and it's also yeah. like. That tells you that, that 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 was on purpose. Yeah. Like, that was meant to be. It wasn't meant to feel like one person was moving in sludge and, like, the other person was, like... It was meant to be Big Swole's coming out. Yeah. And yes. it worked. I love that they call her Big Swole and she's so tiny. She's yeah. so weak. But she she's is swole. She's tiny. Oh, she's swole. Oh, I saw her... She's um, eating so much chicken. It's like if she's Julian eating was a so small many woman. chickens. Yes. God, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, just in person and her whole everything. And she comes up to my elbow and I fell Aww. in love. I want to cuddle her and make sure yeah. she's okay. Oh, she's got a hot husband for that. Oh, good. Oh, I like that. 
I want that for her. I love her protecting her hair, too. Like, yes. Don't touch my hair. Don't, don't touch the hair. hair. That's also an important message to have on television for yep. men at wrestling. Yes, please to see. Don't, don't touch, touch her hair. hair. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I, I want to know I just, about the hot husband. Cedric Alexander. Oh, oh, uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> this is the Harley Quinn and the Joker of it all. Yeah. I recall. Okay, uh. that's allowed. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to take that home with me. Yeah, no, you put that right in your pocket. Yeah, Tapping some titles. So many titles. I wonder how many cats they have. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's for my fanfic. Everyone follow it. Um, but no, I, I think Emmy Sakura's role in AEW has been really interesting to watch. I, You know, she, she is a trainer, she has brought out so many incredible women. Yeah. I think they've put her in a really interesting position. And the fact that she's happy to be in the position where she is very much there to introduce people and show what people can do and help them through matches. And I I think it's fascinating. I love watching her each week uh, do different stuff with different people uh, because she can have a match with anybody. I think that's one of her skills. Uh, It's been interesting to see how her role develops as they get more into the swing of their women's division. Right. Finally, before we take a break, let's look at the best women's division, at least at least in the United States, which is Who's NXT. the best women's NXT. division in the United States? It's you, NXT. It's you. I'm referencing an old viral video. I apologize. Your That's NXT okay. wants a massage. Uh, the EST of NXT, <sighs> Bianca Belair beat Caden Carter. And I'm just da- singing a music in my head. I want you to know that. I like it. Yeah. I and, like it so much. Uh, Dakota Kai beat me, Yim. With the classic heel move of removing the cover off the turnbuckle and driving her head into it, which I love. Love it. After trying to use the, the I love that she carries the knee brace around I yes. as a trophy. No, I can't get on board with it. You can't I carry like it. it around as a trophy when you're wearing one yourself. It looks oh. like you brought a spare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it puts it down. I love everything about her That's new fair. vibe. Like, I like her look. I love that the hair is different. I yeah. love that the gear is different. I don't love the raver crop top things because they always just weird me out and like there's no boob coverage it's pointless are your arms cold no uh but that's i'm an old lady but the carrying the knee brace when you're wearing a knee brace like no okay that's fair yeah i'm into her having a weapon of some kind or a trophy of some kind but i just think not the thing that she herself she needs to enable to walk it can't be bianca's because this will make me upset but she needs to have someone's weave track Oh. And just have it. Yeah. But it can't be Bianca. Can't be Bianca's. That can never be touched. No. Yeah. Well, if you've got any thoughts on what we've discussed so far, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram via the links in our show notes. That's how you do it. We'll be back to talk more about WWE, NXT, and AEW up next on Tights and Fights. Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well-researched and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Yeah, and what's your deal? <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. And now, a word from our sponsor, Cereal Box. Lindsay. Yes. Let's talk about Cereal Box. Let's. We're not talking about the delicious cereals you eat at breakfast. We're talking about cereals like a serialized program. They offer premium stories from best-selling authors, and they're delivered to you weekly for you to read or listen to. It's very thrilling. 
you get your stories the way you want. It's super fun. So you get each uh, segment is delivered, yes. serialized, if you will, yes. and you can either listen to it as you would a podcast, such as this one, yes. or you can read it, which is really nice because sometimes I like to listen to them when I'm driving, but then other times I would like to read. So thank you, Serial Box, for giving me that option. Serial Box. super fun. They're not going to put you in a corner. Nobody no. puts you in a corner. Nobody puts Baby or Serial Box or you in a corner. Yeah. It's nice. And I have great news if you are a Marvel fan. Serial Box has just launched Marvel's Thor Metal Gods. You can follow Thor and Loki on a cosmic adventure confronting the sins of their past, of which there are many. They have been around for a very long time. A lot of sins. Really great story. And you get it delivered yeah. to you. You don't have to go hunt it down. No. It is one of the most popular apps you can get for Android or iOS. And it's not hard to see why when you're getting these awesome stories the way you want them again. And we have a special offer just for you because you listen to us. You're going to get 20%. 20% to zero off the full season of Marvel's Thor Metal Gods by visiting SerialBox.com forward slash podcast. Once again, go to SerialBox.com forward slash podcast. Get yourself set up with 20% off of the full season, not just part of it, the whole season of Marvel's Thor Metal Gods. Get yourself set up now so you have something to listen to or read on your flight. how many times have you bought something like on your Kindle and then later had to get the audiobook? Yep. Because you needed to get hold of it. Or you bought it on an audiobook and then you couldn't listen to it so you wanted it on your Kindle. Serial Box gives you best of both worlds. Love it. That's right. Serialbox.com forward slash podcast. Get 20% off of Thor Metal Gods. Do it today. And now, on with the show. Titan Bites Podcast. Titan Bites. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kel. After NXT's main event, we finally know who the number one contender for the NXT Championship is. Finn Balor outlasted Keith Lee and Tommaso Ciampa for the right to take on Adam Cole <sighs> with the best uh, the best stomp, or whatever, it's coup de gras. Just call it a stomp if it makes Stomper. you feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two foot, that reminds me of two foot Kirk Stompy Franklin. Jump. <laughs> you did the, the uh, gospel singer who had that... Do stompy stomp. Stomp! <laughs> stomp is what, um, uh, it's kind of what the New Day's theme was based on. Yes, there you go. Well, yeah. The, I brought it back stomp. to wrestling. I always do. That was a good match, huh? Those three yeah. guys are good at it. I just, you missed me and Lindsay uh, fanning ourselves. Yeah. I didn't, but the listeners did. Yeah. I had a lovely time. It got hot in here. <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm on a fainting couch. <laughs> With the, more commentary from Jeff, which is just very valuable to the show. But at the end of the match, he was just like, I'm so excited because, you know, they're the two best looking guys in NXT. And oh. I was like, Baby, like, we, I mean, we're doing great things for this man, but like, it's going to be great come my birthday when I'm like, how about we uh, like call up those two great looking men from NXT that you like so much? Hey, uh, it's like, just, you, know, you, can't, you can't get mad. You said they yeah, were hot. Yeah, you said it was okay. They are two very handsome men. Yeah. Are Jeff's they the two best looking men? According to Jeffrey. Yes, it's and I, who opinion. am I to argue? It's a valid opinion. I married him. No, yeah, uh, Keith Lee. I mean, it's full of handsome big boys. Yeah, Keith yeah. Lee is not only attractive, he could also, oh, I'm going to say it. Say it. Oh, he could yeet this pussy to the sun. Yeah. Um, Aww, that's so romantic. I, I, I tried. I tried to hold it in. For that my in, next romance yeah. novel. That'll be in his uh, in his wedding vows with you. Yeah, you should you should name your next novel "Yeet This Pussy Into the Sun." Do you promise, in sickness and in health, to yeet this pussy to the sun? <laughs> 
Did you guys see I who he's dating? I was going to say though? he could open a pickle jar. He's like, he's, who's he's he dating Mia Yim. He's with Mia Yim, yeah. yeah. Oh, which Yimitless. is. I love the hashtag Yimitless. Oh, They're so that's cute. Really it's amazing. Good. They're so good. That's really good. Aww. Again, I just want to go to the movies with them. Our friends are dating. Can't we all hang out? <laughs> no, Can't we go to Bennigan's and have a big meal? <laughs> Wait, let's go to Genghis Cohen here and we can have the Lazy Susan table. Oh. They're like, yes, Keith, I would like some of those Szechuan green beans. Pass it around. Appreciate it. But he doesn't pass it. He just shoves it right into your face and it goes in every time like you're one of those clown mouths at the fair. Yeah. Yeah. But then he stands up and does his pose and we all sing Mm -hmm. Basket is Glory and everyone's happy. (laughs) Also, uh, they have a great dog. Oh, oh, go- oh now I insane. now I'm getting down like yeah they're the they're the first couple of NXT I will it's hear an, nothing else it's an English bulldog uh, it's pretty Aww. amazing I, I want to talk about another championship which is the cruiserweight championship yes it was, that show opened with the best match of the week maybe the best match of the month maybe one it of the better matches great. of the it was year pretty great they took they they gave them enough time to put on a pay per view match mm-hmm. and put on a pay per view match they did. And, and it was all, fantastic. All, look, all those cruiserweight dudes have ever wanted was just someone yeah. to give them the time to do what yeah. they yes. do. These two have chemistry out the ass. <laughs> Angel Garza so wins close. the match. He's the new cruiserweight mm-hmm. championship. But I want to talk about what happened during the commercial break, which they came back and showed, which was a big yes. deal on social media. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which was Angel Garza proposing to his now fiance. She said yes. Thank mm-hmm. goodness. But, but She the, said yes in a very enthusiastic fashion. Oh, yeah. What he said on the mic... <laughs> Essentially, let me boil it down. I'm going to top line it for you. <laughs> Paraphrase that man. Was he said to his to this woman, "You're the fourth most important thing <laughs> in my life. Will you marry me?" There's four things that are my entire life. The first one is wrestling. The second one is all the support of that WWE NXT universe. The third one is my family. And the fourth one is my girlfriend. And I want all the NXT be part of Te Quieres Casar Conmigo. Yeah. And she said, Number one. Yes! Number one. Which I thought was a little wrestling. bit overly excited. Yeah. Just so you want, if you want to know his rankings, number one, wrestling. <laughs> number two, the fans who will not live with him. Mm-hmm. Number and three. And they're also the worst. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Yes, but they might sleep with them. So. The NXT oh, fans they are will. pretty good. <laughs> uh, number three, his family. Yeah. Number, number four, four. You. His wife. 4A? This lady. In and out, double double. Animal <laughs> style. <laughs> Uh, Just seems like I mean, uh, I think four he's also B. Very close Beyonce. To his... Look, I, I... <laughs> I think he's very close to his hairdresser too. He yeah. strikes me as a man who like has, calls him his barber, and like he has a goes every week. Yeah. Uh, look, I wish this couple nothing but yeah. happiness, and she I hope she never it. watches the footage back. <laughs> I look. That's how I'm going to propose someday. The next yeah. time I'm in one of those relationship things, all the kids are crazy about that I'm not super into right now. I am definitely going to be like you are. The 10th most important thing in my life. You do have yeah. to, like, assume that she... Because you do black it out. I mean, that's a th- weird thing. Having been proposed to this year, mm-hmm. I remember the proposing as, like, I remember it happening. Yeah. But I don't really remember the specifics of it because you're like, oh, God, 
ah, and in a good way, but you're like, oh, this is a thing that's happening, and I figured it would one day. What? So she probably doesn't remember the exact moments of it because, you know, she's brought in the ring, everyone's looking, there's all the light. She was probably like, what, what, what? So she he probably has got away with it until she sees it back. Well, you know who definitely remembers all of her friends and loved ones. Yep. Uh, And so, so, and... What's going to happen is she's going to keep bringing up how wonderful the proposal is. They're going to keep looking away at their yeah. feet and at the door and yeah. all around but and like nudging each. Yeah, she's going to see that on the big screen. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she's going to be yeah. in Vegas. And he They're did it. Get it on the big screen in the club. He did it in front of everybody at Full Sail University. Can you believe it? If I had said to Jennifer, "You are the fourth most important thing in my life, and I want to marry you. I love you." I would have two, I would have asked for you to clarify two knobs, the first three yeah. things. Two knobs at the top of my skull where my nuts had gone after the kick. <laughs> and it would have been justified. I would have been like, you know what? I would have been like, you know what? I deserve that. Because <laughs> that is the noise. I think that is how I it think just, I would you're sound the, you're, that. you're the third most important thing in my life. It goes, um, my cats... My fantasy football team, <laughs> Fago the Soda, but not Juggalos. Yeah. And then you. <laughs> Fago the Soda. See, whereas I do understand that Jeff proposed because we both agreed that the cats were the most important thing in our lives. And therefore, that was okay. Well, you had to be, you look, you had to stop living in sin for their sake. That's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. My poor children. This is quite the Maslow's hierarchy of needs that, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. he's working with. If it makes you feel better, you're the widest part of the pyramid. <laughs> That's great. You're the biggest piece of it because yeah. you're at the bottom. Yeah. You're, you're you're, the you're, foundation you, of the other things yeah. that I love. Above all these, you're right below all these strangers in yeah. undisputed era I, shirts. I might call you my bottom <laughs> if you if you would like. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You okay? It's off. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Be great sure match, to tune though. in next week. Great, great match. When I'll wrestle match. another great match. Beautiful gowns. And, 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 <laughs> Beautiful gowns. And again, Mazel Tov. Yeah. Mazel yes. Tov Good for you to guys. the happy couple. I, was, I am interested to see that you enjoyed the match so much. Taking it back to the match, unfortunately. Why are you surprised? Um, because there was that spot in the middle with the kicks and the falling that and was that's very not your boxy. Deal. It, was it was like Bucky. very Ricochet, Osprey, Young Boxy. I like the Ricochet, Osprey match. I just I just didn't like that, there was, that it felt like there was no story. Like, I had no background for it, but right. I got the so story that we telling in the ring. It just felt, felt so boxy that moment that I was like, oh, hell's not going to like this. See, Maybe I'm coming around. We, Who knows? It could be that we're finally wearing you down. I think I so. I wonder <laughs> if it is because you've known these characters. Maybe not Angel, but Leo you've known longer. Yeah. He's um, friend of the pod. Yeah, so maybe because you've also, had more experience with those characters, and, it's and easier. If the whole match doesn't feel like a silly cartoon, I, I can suspend my disbelief for a cartoon moment. Bugs Bunny, okay. my dick. What is wrong with me? Sorry. <laughs> well, when your pussy gets yeeted into the sun, <laughs> then you get but your Bugs Bunny, you get your dick it's Bugs Bunny. really early for me. I want you to Mr. Magoo, my asshole. <laughs> By which I mean, you cannot find it. You can't see me. That's my asshole, Mr. Magoo. Too bad. You can't see it. Now go walk from girder to girder. You don't even know where you are. You think you're in the park, you fucking moron. (laughs) Speaking of the young pucks, they had their first opportunity for the AEW Tag Championships after they beat Santana and Ortiz. Yeah. I love Santana. I love Ortiz. I love everyone in the match. So I'm like, yay. And I, I don't mind who wins. Yeah. Like I'm down for the Bucks to get it now. Like, no, know? it's time. All of them have been very, and I do. That was one storytelling thing I've appreciated, and we've talked about yeah, it. Yeah, they've been very polite. Also, recognizing that, like, 
you can't build the company on you're just going to see Cody and the Bucks and Kenny win over yeah. everyone. They yeah. understand. Build everyone else first. Yeah, they have learned from the sins of the past that like you have to because they're not always going to be on top and it can't get to a point where they retire and there's nothing. Yeah. They're trying to build a legacy and building a legacy means building up other people and sharing both the load and the glory. But I'm down. I think it'll yeah. be really fun. I think they'll be I think they'll have a lot of fun with the championship. I agree. Good and I think that they will put on like I think they'll put on good matches. I think they will make other people look good. Would you agree with me that it's not time for them to have the belts yet? It's time for them to challenge, but I think they need to like their cycle, I think for a little while should be work your way up. Don't get the championship. I think build this... other people and then get then no, get back. I think the storyline has to end in them getting them. I don't know if they have to get it Eventually. in their first match, but I think they need to get them sooner rather than later now. I think it's you time do? for a yeah. change. We haven't seen the men's belt move yet. And I know it's still a new company, but this climate in wrestling being what it is, we're used to seeing belts move around a little bit more. I think it's time to see a belt move. But I think now it's like, let's put it on the box and have some fun. And while also, again, building up the division, which they've done a great job, as much as we criticize, like, they, they have, they've been slower with some of the other divisions. They've done a great job of building their tag yeah. divisions. Yes, tag um, on fire. And in any other company anywhere in the world, the Bucks have the fucking championship. Yeah. Sure. And they can beat other teams, but still make those teams look amazing. Absolutely. They're not a team that has to decimate to make themselves look better. That's, what, that, that's what's good about the fun. Yes. Is that they don't have to be like, we come in and crush and destroy. Yeah, they don't they have to be. they can new day it. They can be like, let's have a great, super fun match where everyone looks great, and but we still get to win it. To me, right. that's the shittiness of the Brocky ness of what happens in wrestling sometimes is that idea of like in order to be the champion you have to come in and make everyone look small yeah, and be shitty super dominant it's not possible it's not yeah. necessary i don't and and it, it's boring yeah it's really yeah. boring plus i imagine they're about ready to sell some more t-shirts yeah you know they yeah. are first and themselves. foremost a t-shirt company, <laughs> a t-shirt we company. <laughs> uh let's talk about two other tag matches uh from the show one is Cody Rhodes tagging with QT Marshall, a losing effort to Leather Daddy, Dr. Mindbender, and the Blade. <laughs> I own leather pants and Louboutins. Can I be a lady wrestler? Yeah. Uh, we've I already said you can. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's I it. have those things. Yeah. Go do it. Yeah. Uh, enjoyable match. Yeah, sure. it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, I liked it? the ending. I Nothing's loved the Darby Allen of it. Yeah. I was yeah, like, was oh, like... Oh. By the way, Chris, you know how I feel about my Seattle boy. Oh, I like to leap. We don't him have it. You know, like, oh. fuck it. I'm gonna put over two things later. Yeah, um, you are. What did everybody think Eric. of Kenny Omega and Adam Page beating Sean Spears and Kip Sabian? I still don't care about Sean Spears at all. I don't care about Sean Spears at all. What about Tully I Blanchard? Kip Sabian's with, beautiful haircut. Yeah, with he's a pretty boy. Did they put ski goggles on Tully Blanchard <laughs> yeah. to cover his eyes? And I don't. I'm like, is this like a? I thought it was like a sleeping mask from uh, what yeah. Cody's. First class Delta flight. Listen. But I was like, what is this? Why is he wearing a ski mask? Alaska he Airlines. Knows where he is. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> while Brandy's in the lounge. Yeah. Cody. He's out is. back, like sweet talking some assistant like, to get a bunch of eye masks. What can we use? Oh, I have a third thing I'm gonna put over because it's not in here either. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> I have two. We're gonna the, the third. I'm only doing one. This is going over a thousand things. It's the Love first it. ten count. It's the yeah. first ten count. Fuck it. This is my, uh, I've been holding this in and doing one thing, one thing, one thing. Look, I only have gonna, one thing. I'm very excited for this. I'm about to fucking explode. Uh, 
But I like the match. That's right. <laughs> and um, I'm interested to see where they're going with this Kenny Page thing. That looked like a fun right. potential storyline that was called out by yeah. commentary in a good way. I appreciate that people seem to have their own journeys. So yeah. uh, there are programs, which you have right. to have. Yeah. But also there are characters who are going through arcs. Yeah. And that is interesting to watch. Like, I would like to see Hangman Page slowly turn into a heel yes. only because... He he he's not getting the wins he thinks he should get. Yeah, that it's just like record is in the, the fact that I was watching dishes this morning and thinking I really like that in that the wins and losses matter in AEW and that we right. see their records. Yeah. The rankings come out every Friday. Yeah, it does feel like a fresh it's point. Very of difference. very smart. Yep. Um, also, I don't. I mean, your name is Hangman. You're doing a cowboy thing. Yeah, he's doing cowboy shit. Be a heel. Go heel. I yeah. think he might be a really great heel. I do he too. And I I'm think he'd be more versus Kenny. I like Hangman. He's not. Uh, he's not the thing I look forward to the most no, on exactly. any show. No. But I feel like so he could maybe. Be. Yeah, like, put some of that heel stink yeah. on him. I love yeah. his sparkly panties. They're heel panties. They're heel panties. They're heel panties. Yeah. He's doing cowboy shit. Uh, I, I'm into it. And I, I think it's, I'm excited to see a new road for Kenny as well that, again, keeps him away from the championship for a while. Agreed. But with a good reason to keep him away, but will be great matches for him. I think him and Hamman will have great matches. So, and it's a tease of it that it was just like the slightest hint of a tease that he was like, oh, he tagged himself in? Oh, okay, I guess so. Yeah. But then it was like mm-hmm. that, the commentary picked it up in a such smart way. And then the way Hangman left the ring looking like really arrogant and like, yeah, I won that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, whereas Kenny was being really magma- magnanimous and saying, like, yeah, you can have that. That's cool. Like, I'm like, oh, this is sweet. Yeah, we're this is sweet storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just those little moments that is why I love it. Why and it can take time thing. and be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think? How bad do you think the dog food that they slathered all over Roman Reigns on SmackDown smelled? Because dog food is the stinkiest yeah. food. So the I was wondering if maybe it was stew and they just put a different label around yeah, it. Yeah, or chili. It looked like it. Yeah. It looked like full ass dog I mean, food. It looked like dog probably food. is dog food. They don't need like working dog food for, <laughs> you know, they don't need it to be. <laughs> it, g- it reminded me it to be gimmick dog food. Yeah. I know, I do too. It, it did remind me of um, oh. that. Line and showgirls where they were talking about which <laughs> dog food chow. they liked. Oh, I love doggy chow. Oh, I love doggy chow. <laughs> I can't if Roman Reigns comes out this week <laughs> and says, "Oh, you come in doggy chow," I love. Doggy I chow. love doggy chow. I I stand. I yeah. stand forever. Yeah. I hate gross stuff. Me too. I don't I like it either. Do not like it. I don't I, like body gross stuff, nope. and I don't like food gross stuff. Nope. They are two of my, like, worst things. I don't things. like it in a hat. I don't like it with a bat. I don't like it on a wing. I don't like it in my ring. I don't <laughs> like gross stuff. It is. I hate it. Uh, uh, one, no, it was disgusting. It was yeah, really gross. It was very gross. And, like, I Roman earned all his money that week. Yeah. Yeah. Good you had to him. get the smell of that dog food out of that beautiful luscious hair. I know. And you know, you know that that's like four or five. He's got to like... Oh, wash, rinse, repeat times ten. Yeah. And you know he probably like only co-washes, so now yeah. he had to actually get some sulfur in oh, that shit. Oh, man. Ugh. Bad. Okay. I'm going to send him some nice masks. <laughs> hey, send him a nice maybe let's mask. not... I know, but maybe don't put dog food on the cancer survivor. Yeah. Or just yeah, just don't put dog or food on, anyone. on a human. On anyone, anyone. really. It's it's really and also like don't a, put it great thing. Don't put it on a dog. Put it no. in a dog. <laughs> like, what a waste of dog food. I hope yeah. they got some like hungry dogs from a shelter to come and eat that up. Put a dog like, on just it. lick it off of it. Yeah. Oh, that'd but be the best way to get clean. Rains, wouldn't you allow it? <laughs> oh. I would be like, yes, go and pick up some puppies. I'm just gonna lay in the ring. 
Well, maybe let the oh, puppies so numb good. this dog food off of me. <laughs> That's how I want to die. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one last thing. It's official. Seth Rollins has aligned with the AOP against Kevin Owens. Why? Let's hear about it. I stick my neck out for you guys. And not just in the ring, but in the media too. You stick and your neck out, get? fucking. What do I stand get? on it? I'm I not in a sexy on, way. I get disrespected, and I'm sick of it. Such a sub. Hmm. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> is, though. So tell me, in 2019, what is good enough for you people? What is good enough for you? What? What do I have to do? Do I have to go into that ring and kill myself? I beat Brock Lesnar not once, but twice. Brought the Universal title back to Raw for you. And that was still not enough. I just want to win a Twitter duel against Kenny Omega. What do I get? Whoa, what do I get? Why? Make it stop. Oh, I hear you. Do you? Yeah, me too. You want to push me? Yes. Well, it's time for Seth freaking Rollins to push back. If he had gone ahead and let an F-bomb drop right there and said Seth fucking Rollins, yeah, that's that would have been awesome. Part of the problem with his heel character is like, heel characters should be dropping You don't say friggin'. Right instead of you I mean, we know why. Rollins. But it does uh, sometimes. I feel like I'm Joey eating the trifle at Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, I like it. <laughs> I don't mind. I think it's just I'm really, and it, it's not, again, like I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago or last week, it, it's not Seth's fault. They have been forcing him to like be this whiny person both as a face and as a heel. It's not his fault. But every time he talks now, I just hear like, meh. Yeah. I don't not like it. It's just this storyline is Angel Garza's fiance to me. This is like my fourth most important thing. <laughs> it's like, so you're saying I you want to marry it? You just, I want to marry it, it's but right I don't at, really know why. Look, it's at the know? bottom. It supports the base. It's, but... it's supporting the base at the bottom. It's been around a long time. It's been dependable. It was there when I wasn't doing so good. It was still there for me. <laughs> this is the Angel Gaza's fiance storyline of WWE right now. It's the bottom of the triangle. It's holding everything else together. But I'm like, I'm just saying there's other things that might be more important to me. <laughs> If you've got any thoughts on what we've discussed so far, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram via the links in our show notes. You know how to do it by now. We'll be back after this with a couple things from wrestling that we think you should know about. This is Tights and also Fights. Hi, it's me, April Wolf, the host of Switchblade Sisters and co-writer of the new horror film, Black Christmas. And I'm Katie Walsh, film critic and occasional host of Switchblade Sisters. We're here to announce that for one episode, we will be doing something a little different. Much like Jeff Goldblum and David Cronenberg's The Fly, I will be going through a truly disturbing transformation. April will transform from the interviewer into the interviewee. I will be asking her all about her new film, Black Christmas, her writing process, and ongoing existential dread. But I will also be discussing John Carpenter's perfect masterpiece, Prince of Darkness. You guys seen any movies you like? So tune in to Switchblade Sisters for a one-of-a-kind episode with April Wolf and me, Katie Walsh. See you then. Only the corrupt I listen to now. Tides and Bites Podcast. Tides and Bites. 
Archetypes and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lizzie Kelk. This week, we're ending the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is The Three Count. <laughs> Daniel, what you want to put on? Um, I'm very excited because this is the first time that I have ever put over the least stuff on a program. Um, <laughs> Raina Scully of First We Feast has a new show on YouTube. I think it's called like Gucci Gang, where she shares her love of food, much like we share our love of wrestling. And so she did a whole thing about like eel, um, which was very fun and very cool. But the important part is that she had Asuka on it, and it was great. Oh, it's like them oh. talking about, yeah, Kanachan talking about, and, and y'all know how much I love Kanachan. She just bought a cup of noodle uh, maker, which I haven't watched her use yet. <gasps> oh, that's uh, gonna be Lindsay's afternoon. Oh, she yeah, she just bought a cup of noodle maker. She does a lot of product tests. You know, she she just made herself I a bunch of hand rolls. Houses like hoarders. I know. I just full of gimmicks <laughs> and Japanese gadgets. Uh, this show was really fun. I really like it, and I love that Kana got to be on it and just like chomp down on some eel and some other food and Kana is so charming and they just let her fucking speak Japanese and it turns out it's fine so uh, go watch that and enjoy it it is my favorite thing that I saw this week other than um, it also linked me to this Japanese uh, salary woman who just like lives alone and is just her being like here's what I do every day by myself (laughs) and they are so calming I watch them all the time now nice Lindsay the Lindsay. world needs nice things right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've managed not to mention the general election of this whole podcast until now. Uh, but I know <sighs> we have a lot of UK listeners who are not happy right now. So. I hugged Lindsay a bunch uh, yep. today. So I just, got a bunch of hugs just from pre- all you guys. Just pretend like that also came yep. to you. Uh, so I'm thinking of you, you guys like that are there living through it in real time in closer proximity than I. But, you know, we all voted. We all did our thing. I feel we'll like by. I feel like I'm the ghost of your Christmas past. Like, I feel like <laughs> that's what we are. Yeah. We're going to be okay because like we're just down for a fight but we are wrestling fans so we're used to being the minority so yeah. this is fine you fight from underneath it's fine um so i'm gonna put over two things that made me really happy the first is uh our good friend colt cabana um i don't know if you guys saw this on social media he posted a video about how he has been taking the pillows and the blankets from the flights and giving them to homeless people that's dope uh, oh, which yeah. is actually super smart and easy and such an easy win for anyone that costs you ever. nothing costs you nothing all you gotta do is pull over your car and be like hey Dude, like you need this and give it some like it and I loved that and I'm like oh shit we could all be doing that every time we got on a plane now that's gonna be my jam so thank you Colt for doing that yeah um and the other thing that's just been sheer joy and it just seems to go on and I can't wait for the wedding is the uh Dave Batista Dana Brooke the oh, ballad of Dave and Dana put it in my face oh, like inject it directly into my veins I swear to god the only reason I've been able to write the rom-com that I'm writing right now this week is because of this love story oh. it's the only light in the world that oh. has carried me through it. I'm like love exists also, Jeff, but like, love exists. <laughs> Batista He's number four, and, though. Yeah, He's mean, number four. I mean, that's how he proposed to be. It's sure. Batista, it's Batista's two dogs. It's my job. <laughs> it's my new car. And then it's you. And I'm like, cool, you, you do like those things. But like, I, I, if you haven't seen it, I implore you, find it. I implore Julian to find it and play it right this second. The following presentation is rated TVMA and is based off real life tweets. Seriously, viewer discretion is advised. Sup? Oh, not much. You? You know, just standing around with my arms up. I see you've been getting those squats in. I mean, I do work out. You know a good gym? I do, actually. 
Just so happens that I have my own gym. Hashtag Lion's Den, two squat racks. Here it is. It also has an upstairs with a cage and mats as well. Ever done jujitsu? It sounds like a date. Also, I'm sure you can teach me a couple of things I can use in the ring. Also, the squat racks, too. I'll send you my number. So, per our conversation, I've been in deep thought about your question, which you can tell from a photo that I've entitled Me in Deep Thought About Dana's Question. And the answer is yes. You can call me Daddy. Okay, Daddy. Now for my B-Day wish, and you have one hour until you know. So I'm expecting that video. It's intense. It's intense. I need more background on this. I need to know if they knew each other before these tweets started. I need to know if they're meeting up yet. I know he called her. I know he FaceTimed her on her birthday. Okay. I love that. <sighs> uh, and Dana deserves happiness. Dana deserves so much happiness and all that sweet, sweet uh, Marvel money. Yes, So please. get it. Move into the mansion. Have a great time. You crazy kids. Do squats together and um, just let me come to the wedding. Oh, I want to see them dress up in matching outfits with dogs. Yes. <laughs> all right, folks. The time has come. In all the the tenny thousand million years we've done this podcast, I'm putting over three fucking things. So buckle up. We didn't even talk about the great promos of the week. I'm not even gonna. I won't even elaborate around them. I'm just gonna throw to a clip for each one so you can hear it. Number one. Uh, well, we'll go. We'll go from bottom to top. Number three for this week. Shayna Baszler on NXT working on a car while working on her opponents. My dad always said you can tell a lot about a person by the car they drive. This is my 1969 Ford Mustang. Like a lot of people want to come into wrestling and be the Tesla and run around and do the fancy stuff, but there's just something about these tried and true muscle cars that you can't get anywhere else. It's a lot like me. I'm not in there to win a bunch of fans. I'm here to hold the title number two chris jericho still has it may not agree outside of what he does on television but man do i love what he does when he's in that ring with a microphone in his hand and this one's a little bit of a mini double shot because it's going to be a little clip of him talking to john moxley and then a clip of him on commentary here's that but i taught you how to become a main event superstar i taught you how to become a champion and then years later, when you needed to ignite your passion for your life and for this business, you called me. And I navigated you out of those waters. I navigated you through the rocks. I navigated you right here to AEW. You better just keep Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt back. This, this team, they tend to gang up on people. Terrible thing to do. How can any team do that? It's awful. And number one, did you think in your mind that we were going to go through a week of this podcast without me exalting the glory of MJF, who put on the best fucking promo? This is my favorite thing. Of it's the him week falling in love with MJF of the year. This guy is fucking fire. Put on gloves when you handle him. Here he is cutting a promo and showing everybody how it's done. It's very. Repos, Cody, that you use that word fake because when I think of the word fake, I think of you. I think of that platinum blonde hair that looks like a cat pissed on it. I think of those Gary Busey-esque 
beaver teeth that I could land a helicopter on. And I think of all the times you look at these fans and claim you care about them. Well, guess what, Cody? I'll give you this. There's one thing about you that's very real. And that's your shitty little lisp. <laughs> oh, oh, sucker and suck Cody. I'm so sorry. Did I offend you, huh, bud? There you go, folks. There you go. That is your week in promos. Brought to you by me, Hal Lublin, and your friends at Tights and Fights. And that does it for us this week. Your hosts were Danielle Radford and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, yeah. Hal Lublin, who you can book on Cameo, along with Lindsay Kelk. Hello, Lindsay Not Kelk. together, separate. I just did one this morning. I had two hours left to do it. I apologize. Life gets busy this time of year, but I do want to record all the greetings out there. Book us. Uh, we can talk wrestling. I've done uh, Nightmare once. I've done Thrilly Adventure Hour. Uh, all of it. I'm here for all of you no to give you to the book the me on cameo. Everyone's like, no. Everyone wants to book you. You on don't cameo. know. You That's don't untrue. have an account yet. You got to get signed Not up and find you out. You have to get texts that are definitely from a lady called Katie, who wants to text you about your account and encourage you to promote it more. That's oh. what you want. All right, That's Katie. what you want. Katie wants to be texting you around the clock. So they're like, go. hey, yeah. I see you are not promoting your Cameo account. Consider it promoted, Katie. That's oh, right. Oh, damn, Katie. She is, like, on it. It's, she's also gearing up for Christmas. Book me on Cameo. <laughs> follow me on social media. I'm Hal Lublin at all of those places. And listen to my other podcasts in addition to this one. We got this with Mark and Hal and Good Morning Night Vale. Enjoy all of those. Danielle? Yes. Yeah, you can find me. I'm doing, I'm highlighting some Christmas movies for Amazon for Best of the Rest. I've got some of those. I think that's what we're calling it. We might change it. But I've got some of those coming up where I watched some great Christmas movies, two great Christmas movies that I'm going to talk about. And I'm very excited about that. Again, watch Honest Trailers. Screen Junkies is the label that pays me. So make sure that you check that out. And also, I have an Instagram. I'm still trying to get fat girl dresses, and I got to get up to that 10K. I haven't <laughs> been promoting it. I got to start promoting it now. Danielle underscore Radford. Also, this is just an aside. I am on Tinder. You don't have to send me a message saying I think someone's using your photos on Tinder. If you're in LA, it's just me. It's you. You're using your photos on Twitter. I'm using my photos on Twitter. On yeah. Twitter so. You crazy dog. Please. But uh, if you're a fan, just tell me because that's weird. Yeah. That's fair. Lizzie. I'm not on Tinder. Not on Tinder. No. Well, you're married to the fourth most important thing in your life. I'm the fourth most important person in my what world. Else, what else do you want people to know? Uh, I would also like people to follow me on social media, at Lindsay Kelk. Uh, I'm on all of the social medias, but not TikTok, because my husband doesn't know what it is. That's right. <laughs> so I'm not on that one. And I have books. You can read them. I have another podcast, full coverage, that you can listen to if you care about beauty and skincare and locks. Go check out uh, right now on uh, Full Coverage's Facebook page. They are doing really funny things. Where, what is it? It's like the 20- We're doing an advent challenge. So it's a holiday yeah. challenge. So for every day leading up to Christmas Day, we suggest a look, a, a beauty look or something inspiration. And it's just a very broad inspirational stroke. Today is cat eye. It's very, it's uh, very nice. People all over the world are posting pictures of their makeup, which is a, another happy thing. Like we're trying to make a happy thing in the world where it's like give you two minutes to concentrate on something other than the bad things and then share it with a like-minded community yeah so go 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 to the yeah. thing because like Do that's that's that been like a little nice like pick me up for it's me. nice and yeah. it's fun to see people all over the world how they interpret different things and yes. all different ages all different people men women we have everyone at full coverage it's a great time recommend it and um yeah you can also book me on cameo do it which is book so on cameo. i've had Do some it. lovely chats 
That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you can also book Danielle just like by sending her money and she'll send you a video. Yeah. Send her money. She'll <laughs> yeah. send you a video. That didn't sound good. <laughs> it sounded right. Our producer Julian Burrell is 11 and 3 in fantasy football and prepared to get bounced out of the playoffs. Meanwhile, I'm prepared for somehow the Eagles to be in the playoffs and then get stomped like the number of mud holes possible. I also want to add in Celtics Stop. fans. The reason you don't have Hal Horford anymore because you didn't appreciate him as much as we do. Wow. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. We own the TD Garden now. Mike Eagles, the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all of those are in our show notes. Bless Joel Embiid. If you love what we do, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. Tobias Harris, so consistent. Thank you so much to the Maximum Fun members who have a portion of their recurring monthly contribution. Keep the lights on while we're here. And we'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.